Welcome back. Wait a minute. Hello. Introducing actually a revolution of our show. I'm the chosen lawyer with Jean-Pierre Alcouri, JP Alcouri. And uh, you remember us from the uh, last tapings of The Real Mark Bagwell, a wrestling docuseries. Well, you know, they say when one door closes, another one opens. Uh, Buff, Mark Bagwell is doing really, really well, you know, wishing him all the best. From when I started off that docuseries with Buff and his cousin Jerry Hood, you know, we saw a lot of changes in Buff. You know, he went through rehab. Uh, he's going really strong right now. Uh, better than ever with DDP. And uh, things are really on the up for him. You know, he's attending a lot of conventions, doing a lot of programs. Um, you can see him all over social media. And so the docuseries served its purpose. We were going for about a year there and chronicling his life, saw him through his ups and downs. And uh, all the best to Buff. And when the Buff show transition, today is episode one of our new series, Professional Wrestling Podcast. Not professional, but professional. So we got two bros here. JP, how excited are you about our new program? Ah, oh, super excited, man. I'm, I, I, it's a dream come true to be able to do this to, uh, together and just kick off this new series. And so happy uh, to see Buff doing so well again. Uh, we're so happy for him, honestly. He's Buff, he's the stuff, and the girls just can't get enough. Get enough. <laughs> now, you'll see that's a little blank behind me. We're going to talk about your set in a moment, but I got you a surprise. So, you know how you got uh, you got to revolutionize the set and everything. So, we're getting some stuff put together, but I got the centerpiece of our new set. So, you know that we have MJF with Triple B, right? Mm-hmm. And you know Triple H is introducing the new championship, which you're going to talk about. Well, the chosen lawyer, you know, got his own championship right here, baby. And this, is the, this is the chosen championship, which, by the way, was ordered for me as a gift from my producer for my birthday. And it looks a lot like the Triple H belt, does it not? Absolutely. Because it's based on the original NWA championship. So I'm going to be hanging this bad boy on my mantelpiece. And this was given to me uh, a couple months ago. And way before we even knew about the Triple H championship. So I'm going to sport this on my shoulder here as we talk. I was going to put it around my neck. You know, like Buddy Murphy does, <laughs> but you wouldn't be able to see my face because my face is not as big as his. So we got the championship. We got the chosen lawyer championship for professional wrestling. JPL Curry, man, you always outdo yourself with your set. Tell us about the set today, please. <laughs> All right. What we've got going on is I made a mock-up of the new championship belt. To me, it looked just like the what was famous in my era for the WCW belt with just the WWE logo slapped in the middle. <laughs> it's basically what it feels like. Uh, we've got vintage Stone Cold shirt, Triple H shirt, and AEW shirt. And it all ties into what we're going to talk about today. The Triple H shirt is funny. It looks a lot like a Gangrel symbol, you know, from the Bruise, <laughs> Right? I've got to notice yeah. that now. But man, that's a, that's a vintage Triple H. What, what are you sporting? What are you wearing today? I'm wearing Seth Rollins today. This is one of my favorite uh, merch items ever released. Um, just when it came out, I knew I had to have it. 
So went out and got it. <laughs> I knew when you're, I knew when I'm going to be talking with you and we're co-hosting together, you always outdo yourself. So I had to bring up my game today. Oh man. Stunning. That's, that's a SummerSlam. That's a sure. Imagine we can go in a time machine and go back to a SummerSlam. That'd be one of them. Wow. Oh yeah, definitely, man. A lot, lot of amazing athletes on that one. Those were the times, you know? So, and now for our premiere episode, we're going to be talking about coming up in a short few hours, actually, is Backlash 2023 from Puerto Rico, right? We got Saturday, May 6th, 8 p.m. Eastern time. But before we talk about Backlash and our predictions, JP, I got to ask you now, because I'm looking at that belt, and I see the NWA belt, WCW belt, you know, this whole concept of this Triple H heavyweight championship. Firstly, does it look like he went to a belt designer and said, okay, you know how they got the Triple B at A&W? Can you kind of <laughs> give me the closest looking Triple B belt without giving me Triple B? Because does that look kind of like Triple B to you? <laughs> it, it, it looked a lot when I saw it. And... I find what's interesting about the, the new belt is the design of it makes it so hard to see what, what it is. I can't read, you know, world champion too clearly. It's, I, I don't know what it is. I guess all like the curves, I think there's lions on it. I'm not sure if they have lions and a bird, but I can't make out the whole design. See, why don't they do this? Why don't they just put the guy on the belt like this? Yeah, <laughs> And then it's easy to tell. You can read this one, The Chosen Lawyer. <laughs> there I am flexing. Just do that. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought, you know, they took me for a curve because I thought they're going to reintroduce the, wing, the winged eagle one. That was mm -hmm. the rumor. That's what Cody Rhodes said he wanted as his belt, which did not end up happening. But now I'm more confused than ever, JP. I got two questions for you. First of all, as a wrestling expert, what the heck is going on with these belts now? Like, is there going to be three belts? So does Roman Reigns have two belts and keep having his two belts going to whatever brand he's going into in the draft, and then there'll be a third belt introduced? What's going on with the number of belts? Yeah, so that's what I'm hearing is that they're going to have Roman take both of his belts uh, into whichever show he's drafted to, and then the show that he's not drafted to is going to receive the new belt. Um, which to me, it's, it's, it's too confusing. It's kind of like you've basically built Roman up that he can't be defeated. And since we can't beat him or bring anybody or build anyone up to defeat him, let's just put another belt out there. And it, it just doesn't make sense. You know, it's like, if, if you wanted to go that route, you know, come up with like a television title or something like that don't also call it a world championship because it's ridiculous. You have the world championship, the universal yeah. championship, and now you have the world heavyweight championship or just the heavyweight championship. What's, is that what it is? Like it's, it's just, it's, it's too much. It, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, I, Roman isn't, you know, totally untouchable. They, they could work a program towards that. But this kind of just feels like we're just going to let Roman run with it, which kind of cheapens his run a lot, I, I think, too, because 
when you talk about like Hogan having that amazing world championship streak and others before Roman having the world championship streak, they were defending it. There was one belt and that was the belt and that was it. Now to have a third belt, it cheapens his, his legacy, I think, a lot. I think I, I don't think this was the best move on their on their end. I, I agree with you fully in the sense that this was not executed right. I don't get this at all. I thought the way Triple H was going with it, we need a champion that's going to defend their belts mm-hmm. you know, week in, week out. You know, Roman made his deal and all to him, but it's not really fair to the fans. I would have left him with one belt, stripped him of a belt, and exactly. made a tournament, or made him defend each belt separately. Or come up with something you have to defend it X amount of time. And if you don't defend it, then you're going to lose the belt like they do in boxing, like they do in MMA uh, with UFC. This I don't get now. Let's assume we're going to go with this plot. Okay. This weirdo plot. My sources are telling me that they're going to hand the belt to the handpicked champion. So there'll be no tournament. There's no fighting to earn this championship. Whoever they're selecting in that, so we know wherever Roman is drafted to on the other brand, they're going to have mm-hmm. to hand the person championship. I thought they're going to do a tournament. No, they're just going to hand it to a person. Did you hear no, the same thing? I thought it, I, I was hearing that it was going to be, um, was it Night of Champions? I think they were yes. they were scheduling it for, and then they were just going to have a straight out uh, journey to whoever wins, and then that's the champion. I heard that the champions that are currently are all going to be set to f- defend their belts respectively. And mm-hmm. the one handpicked champion at the, at the uh, clash of champions is going to simply be handed his belt. And the guy that apparently they want to hand it to is Seth freaking Rollins. That's why I wore the shirt today because he, he's the guy I'm gunning for his promo on raw this week was awesome. And you know what? Uh, I miss seeing him as a champion personally. I think I think he's uber talented. He's uh, brings a lot to the business. Um, there were some rumors about him being unhappy as well, but they they got squashed earlier, a uh, couple uh, maybe within the last week or so. But apparently he was pretty unhappy, especially with uh, the upcoming match uh, with almost. Almost, almost, you know, because Jim McCornet calls him almost <laughs> because he's almost good. Um, if you're going to hand the guy the belt, just sign sign uh, Chris Jericho over from AEW, bring him back, make a whole think about it, and just hand him the belt. I'd be more fun with that. Seth Rollins, like this isn't a participation ribbon, you know? This isn't yeah. like, you know, you, you've given us 20 good years, 10 good years, here's your prize. That's what it feels like. If they do anything besides the tournament, I think that belt is automatically cheapened until somebody starts defending it. You got to figure out this Roman Reigns thing because long-term, you cannot have three belts. This makes no sense. I think you got to unify. I think Roman has to drop the belt at some point. The next person is going to unify those belts and make one belt, and that'll be it. Use the winged eagle, and let's call it a day. Two belts, max one on each program. I'm good with that. Same, same ways, man. It, you know, that wing eagle uh, is probably one of the most beautiful belts ever made. Uh, all, se- it's the second nicest belt I've seen. The chosen lawyer belt. That's the first. But, <laughs> but you know what? That winged eagle is gorgeous. I, I was surprised. I was hearing the same things too about it coming back. And then uh, when Triple H came up 
and he's like you know here's this new belt that we've kind of put together where we were not we're not really clear he he talks down to the champion makes his run seem super insignificant while bumping it up and saying he's reaching a thousand days right it's like it, it was just very confusing like what what is the point of this it like you're absolutely right and just stripping the belt and moving on that would have been the best the best bet now you know we're going to talk about confusing we can even talk about the upcoming draft which <laughs> you know part one taken care of on smackdown but you know who's drafting you know who we used to have two general managers one for raw one for smackdown now all of a sudden you know, it's it's Adam Pierce. So is Adam Pierce going to a fishbowl? Are they gonna have team captains like Team LeBron, Team Giannis? Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> Whatever, they'll they'll figure it out for us, and we'll stop banging our heads. And it's time to get ready for backlash because we got a big pay per view coming up. Can't say I'm impressed with the uh, amount of matches here. This really feels like I'm watching a Raw or SmackDown, to be honest. But let's go along with this. Puerto Rico's excited. Let's go one by one. We got seven big matches. The goal today, what our predictions are, and then we can look back with glory and see if we were right or wrong. I like good it. Good to you. Let's jump into it. All right. Let's start with the biggie. I say we start with the big match first, and that's Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. I got a feeling we're going to heavily disagree on this one. JP, <laughs> the floor is yours. Who's your prediction and how is it going to go down? All right, so I believe that it'll be Cody walking away with the W. Now, it could go, obviously, it could go either way, but I, I kind of drew up two scenarios for this. A, ideally, it's a typical Cody match, gets into the match, gets pummeled for most of the match, somehow gets the crowd behind him, you know, takes out Brock, one, two, three, calls it a day. But... You know, in an alternate universe, I would kind of like to see uh, Cody still getting the win, but because the bloodline came in and interfered to help recruit Brock to get Brock into the bloodline. So that's the way that I would kind of see it go down. I'm thinking it's going to be a total Cody win either way. Um, and, you know, I, I can't see him manhandling Brock or being, I think it's going to be really one-sided for most of the match and then the eventual build up and then take over. How do so, you feel? I'm sorry to break this to you. I want to see Cody do it in some ways, but after what the, 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 the fiasco that we saw at WrestleMania, <laughs> uh, here's, here's what's going to actually go down. WWE decided to build up Cody so they could squash him. This is now a message to his dad in the heavens. And they're saying, uh, Cody, Brock is going to beat the bejeebers out of you. You'll put in a little bit of fight, but Brock is going to win. Cody's going to look even worse. The story continues. The story will not be told. I don't see it happening. I think somewhere Vince and Triple H are going to be laughing at Cody and saying, oh, you started AEW and you brought out that throne and you made fun of Triple H and your dad used to compete with us. So we're just going to squash the Rhodes family. I see this being a big squash to Cody and Brock is going to take it and it's not going to be pretty. Yeah, I, I fully agree that it won't be pretty. 
I just have a feeling that he might just edge it out in the end. It he's doing well selling merch. Vince like loves people who can move merch. I think I think he will. I think he will edge it out. Okay. Time will tell, my friend. <laughs> All right, we we're not agreeing on this one, but it it should be an interesting match nonetheless. Yeah. One match Absolutely. that I don't think will be very interesting, which I see it as more of an opener on SmackDown, is this horrible six man tag team match. Where you got the bloodline, you got the Usos and Solo Sokoa going up against Riddle. Uh, he's Matt Riddle again. He's not just Riddle. And Kevin Owens and, and Sami Zayn, who are still the champions for another day or so. Now, uh, I'll alternate with you. I'll go on this one. I'm going to tell you the heels are going again. Heels are taking them down. Riddle is not going to have good communication. He's going to mess up. And they're going to take him down. And Kevin Owens is going to get all mad at Riddle. And Sami Zayn is going to try to defend Riddle. And it's going to start putting some cracks in Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Mm -hmm. That's how it's going down. Bloodline's looking strong. And we're building towards Solo Sokoa taking over the Bloodline, eventually versus him and Roman Reigns. Ooh. <laughs> what do you think, JP? Absolutely, buddy. I'm, I'm on the same page with you. Actually, in my notes here, I said um, it, it would... If I can't see the Bloodline losing this because it kind of be that final big crack between them. And I think that would be the, the end of the bloodline should they lose. So I'm a hundred percent on board with you. I think Sammy, uh, I can definitely see Sammy and KO getting into it again. And uh, you know, riddle in between, you know, a hundred percent, you're a hundred percent bang on, on that one. All right. So we're in agreement on this one. Two, I think we're going to agree very much on is the women's championship <laughs> matches. I'll let you get start on this one. Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega. The Puerto Rico uh, native. Uh, does Vega have a chance against Rhea Ripley? Vega for the win. Just kidding. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you know what? They, uh, Rhea's just way too hot right now. She's got everything going for her. The, the size difference between them. The uh, you know I get that it's a hometown girl, but I don't I don't think Zelina's gonna have the best of luck against Ray on this one. I think it's gonna be just just a beatdown. <laughs> it's uh you, you want to talk about what's gonna be a Puerto Rico street fight? It's gonna be that match, <laughs> and I think that Zelina Vega is gonna enjoy her stay in a Puerto Rican hospital that evening after Rhea Ripley absolutely obliterates her. It's yeah. gonna be. Uh, worse than Braun Breaker versus Andre Chase. It's just <laughs> going to be horrific. I'm so sorry for Zelina. I bet that, that'll probably be the opening match, I imagine, to get the crowd pumped because she's a Puerto Rican favorite. And love her on many pieces, but, you know, she'll have a better chance against Spike Dudley than Rhea. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be not pretty for her. Agreed. I don't know, yeah, if, she'll, I, I don't know <laughs> if she'll get one punch in even. I, I think she'll get a couple. <laughs> you got to get the crowd behind her, right? So let's go the other route now. So we got the SmackDown Championship. We're moving to the Raw Women's Championship. And we got Bianca Belair versus Io Sky, the genius of the sky. I love Io Sky very much. And uh, I would love to see her win. And in a perfect world, she would. And Bianca, time is starting to slip for her. She's already been in there for about a year or so. I could see Io taking it at some point. But they cannot give it to her right now. For many reasons, Bianca's going well. We still got to make a heel turn for her. Io mm -hmm. has to still get into a whole thing with damage control. 
So what's going to happen is Io's about to win the belt. Somehow damage control is going to screw it up for her. Bianca's going to do the roll-up and the uh, EST, and it's over. And then we are going to see the end of damage control as we know it. And yeah. be interested to see who's going to be the face out of that. I'm going to guess Bailey is going to go back to being a face, actually. And bye-bye uh, damage control. JP? I hear you on that one. I'm I fully uh, agree with you on that one. Uh, that Bianca will walk away still, uh, WWE champion. Now you mentioned time is against her, but clearly, if if she has it for too long, they'll just put out another belt. <laughs> so time doesn't mean anything anymore, I guess, in, in WWE championships. So I think for Bianca, uh, she's she's gonna go in there, dominate the matchup. I, I could see that angle working out, as you mentioned, with uh, damage control coming in, uh, mucking it up for her, and then, uh, you know, that that group kind of break apart. I think it's kind of time. They're they're running a bit, bit stale, I would say. Um, and I would probably say Io, I could see her being the face out of it. You know, people feel bad that she lost it. The crowd can kind of rally behind her. I, she, I think in her time in NXT, I would say she was more of a face than a heel. Um, so I, I think it's a good fit for her. See, I would like to see the hugging Bailey come back. So I think that Eosky and Dakota Kai are going to do a major beatdown on her two on one. Maybe somebody will come rescue Bailey. Mm. Maybe Sasha Banks. No, joking. That's not going to happen. <laughs> but. Something's going to happen there. And you know what the sad thing is, though? I, I hear you as far as getting a little stale, but that's as far as how they were booked. They're, the three of them are better off together than separate. And I think going away from damage control will actually hurt them in the long run for a while. But we shall see. Next championship. Another one, actually, going to defend it. What a surprise. Austin Theory is getting put into another <laughs> triple threat match. This time against Lashley and Bronson Reed. <laughs> JP yeah you know what uh, I, I I believe Theory is easily going to walk out of this one as the champ he's super red hot right now uh, he's he's doing a great job making the belt relevant uh, he hasn't been kind of just sitting on the sidelines right so and, and he's one of Vince's boys so I, I think he's walking away with the W and it'll just be a huge match, uh, a, a huge hard-hitting match between Lashley and uh, Reed. So I think he's just going to let them pick each other apart, kind of like what we saw in Monday Night Raw, and then just come in for the W. Watching Bronson Reed and been doing a lot of the vignettes, you know? Mm -hmm. It's really tempting to say that Bronson Reed is going to take this belt, that they're like pushing him up, mm -hmm. but they're pushing him up enough, but... I agree. It's going to be the typical plot line where Lashley and Reed are going to beat up each other. Theory will come in for the cheap victory, but I, I think Reed's going to come very close. I think he's going to come very, very close and they're going to continue the whole program between Lashley and Reed, but Reed has yeah. the makings of a champion. I like him a lot and uh, it's a shame, but theory, look, theory is doing his thing and theory is uh, killing it and people love to hate him. So I say, let's keep the belt on theory. Agreed. The match of the night on Backlash. I know you're waiting for this one, for sure. <laughs> it's your boy, Seth Rollins, versus my boy, almost. Almost. So almost. Almost. almost <laughs> so almost 
Um, the Nigerian Giants, seven foot three. Okay, this should be an easy win for almost, but it ain't gonna be because I don't know how Seth Rollins is gonna do a stomp on this guy, but he's gonna find a way because he's gonna be handed a championship very soon. So to hand him a championship at the Clash of the Champions, he's got to beat almost. So I have no idea why they're fighting each other, and they're just gonna keep burying almost deep, 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 and it's gonna be a Seth Rollins victory. I fully agree that it will be a Seth Rollins victory. Um, I I th thought that he would be in this title picture uh, sooner than later, um, and I think it, you know. Seth's done it. Like he's proven he can take down a lot of bigger opponents in the past. I think this would be no different for him. You know, almost he hasn't been doing anything to make me think otherwise that he has a real fighting chance uh, in this. He's, he's just a big guy. That's just there to pump up other talent. Like I, which sucks. Like I think, I think he could be something big, but he's just not, he's just not getting any traction there. You know? He's meant for AEW. He, he need, we need to see almost in AEW. I think life would be much better for him there. I don't know, man. I He, he could be all right there, but I, I don't think the big guys do too well in AEW personally because it's such a fast-paced wrestling match at AEW. Like when I when I watch AEW, it's like in, in high speed, it seems, compared to some WWE matches. I think he'd he'd find better success maybe in an impact or something like that, where there aren't as many big fish in the sea that that are gunning for number one spot. I think we need to have it that uh, Wardlow is going after MJF again, and mm -hmm. then almost comes out to protect him, new bodyguard, and then we're gonna have an almost Wardlow program. See that something like that could work too. Yes. Absolutely. I can see it happening, but you know. I still have not got a confirmation of Wardlow and Madcap Moss are the same people. I feel like they are, but I've been told they are different people. But even Madcap, think about it. Like, yeah, how much worse he was off without Baron? He needs Baron back. Baron needs Madcap. Madcap needs Baron. Wardlow, I still think needs MJF. I think he was better off. So maybe almost can fix Wardlow. So we'll see. Uh, they they got our double A Arn Anderson now working with him. So it's a start. <laughs> maybe maybe Wardlow can have uh, John Bradfall, Bradshaw Layfield come and uh, <laughs> JBL come fix him up. No, that's been done also. Yeah. <laughs> so now you're ready for the main event, the big, big one, right? We got professional wrestler Damian Priest versus music sensation Bad Bunny. I guess Logan Paul was busy, plus it's Puerto Rico. <sighs> Please tell me how you think Bad Bunny's going to win this match. All right. So for this one... In a Puerto Rico uh, street I fight. Puerto Rico street fight. For the Puerto Rico street fight, I th I'm i I'm definitely going to call lots of run-ins. I'm going to see LWO. I think they're going to get a huge pop there. Right? LWO. Because you already saw... I don't know if you noticed their new branded uh, logo with the Puerto Rico flag in it. So I'm sure it's going to be available for sale at the merch stands as we're speaking. Absolutely right. So that one, it's uh, it's. I'm pretty sure they're gonna run in. There's gonna be Judgment Day running down, uh, and then by hook or by crook, he's gonna end up with the W somehow. Probably, I'm expecting a lot of kendo stick shots, 
and maybe Ray coming in and hitting him with a 619 and Bad Bunny with, I guess, something basic like a DDT to get the win. Yourself? I got a question. It's a Puerto Rico street fight. There's no no disqualifications, right? Mm-hmm. Why not bring a switchblade? Honestly, why not bring <laughs> an, an actual axe or a sword and actually stab the guy? You're going to win that fight real quick, right? It's no disqualifications. <laughs> What's wrong with that? We got to keep AW, you can use a screwdriver right? to the guy's forehead. <laughs> That's hilarious. Man. They, they've tried, actually. I remember in one hell in a cell, they had uh, Orden versus Hardy versus Jeff Hardy. They they brought out the whole toolbox and they put like the screwdriver in his ear and stuff. But yeah, it's uh, I can't expect it getting too wild. Bad Bunny is worth a lot of money to a lot of people. So they're going to do everything to safeguard him. <laughs> if Bad Bunny called me up and said, listen, I need a chosen lawyer to be part of my posse. I need you to come on the jets with me and the limos. And I, I, I would be, uh, happily join his posse. No problem at all, Bad Bunny. I'm there for you, buddy. Whatever you need. Carry your lunch pail, you know, shine your shoes. I would do it in a second. I can only imagine the lifestyle of Bad Bunny. What I will tell you is this. I'll add one more. I agree with everything you said, so I'm just going to add in one more thing. Guaranteed, Damian Priest is going through a table. The end. Guaranteed. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> They're going to find a way to put this man through a table, and it's going to be over for him. Yeah. it's. You know what, though? I hope that this starts to open up a new chapter in Judgment Day. Maybe if they start taking a lot more L's, I really want to see Balor out of Judgment Day. I I want him out. I want him to reconnect with um with uh uh AJ Styles and and then kind of uh bring the club back together. You know, I think they have that opportunity once AJ Styles comes back from his uh broken angle uh, ankle um but like put in gallows put in everyone else and i think that would be a better fit for him i i don't see him leading judgment day anymore he's taking too many losses i know recently he came up with a win but it hasn't been anything spectacular of the leader of the alpha of the alpha of the group he's not showing it if if roman was going in picking up loss after loss he wouldn't seem like the boss anymore right I think and, none of us doubt that the alpha male in that group is Rhea Ripley, number one. And agreed. she's I think she is the leader there. There's not even a question. So I'm going to ask you to hold on to that thought for two weeks from now because we're going to have a very special topic to talk about in two weeks. So that's going to actually come up. So today, in summarizing today's episode, our premier episode of Professional Wrestling because it's Bros Talking Wrestling. Backlash overall, looking ahead, out of 10, what do you think this one's going to be? A 9 out of 10, 5 out of 10? How do you see overall the night going? I'm going to call it a 6. <laughs> I don't see anything to be a real big shocker or surprise. I think, you know, when, when you've got matches like Rhea versus Zelina, it's pretty straightforward. Or you've got, like, you know, um, Bianca's match, it's it's kind of a give me right, so I, I'm not expecting any exciting twists or turns. I think it's it's a great event, you know, something exciting for the people of Puerto Rico. But I don't think it's uh, going to be anything special personally. How would you rate it? I would give it a five out of ten on everything else being equal, unless unless they figure out a way to bring Chavo Guerrero 
and or Vicky Guerrero in with Dom and to turn on Ray with Bad Bunny, that'll be interesting to me. Then I'm going to give it a six out of 10. But barring <laughs> Chavo and Vicky showing up, I think it's going to be a five out of 10. This is just a filler pay-per-view in between WrestleMania and SummerSlam. Uh-huh. So, but it's still <laughs> WWE pay-per-view, so we got to watch it. JPL Curry, it's been a pleasure, a slice. We got our premiere episode underway and done. And I'll see you back next week. We got a big episode two coming up. We're going to talk about the biggest returns to wrestling. Those that have been done and some that we are expecting to happen shortly. All right, bro. We'll see you soon. See you soon, bro.